Welcome to The Testament, a podcast that spotlights the amazing real-life stories of everyday people who've been transformed by their surrender to Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of one of the many miraculous before and after accounts of lives forever changed by encountering the Savior. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Testament. My name is Jeff Keck. And I'm Brandon Barton. We are here as a comeback in the fall after our summer break. And it's just Brandon and I, we're just going to have a little chit chat about what all happened over the summer. How are you, Brandon? Doing good, man. And we haven't had much time really to talk this summer. <laughs> it's been it's a blur. Been, it's been, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're just saying. Is that there's a whole bunch of things that God has done this summer, but I can't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the Testament goes, now we did have a Music Monday Live. Yeah, um, yeah, it was really, really with three of them. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, we had four scheduled, so mm-hmm. it kind of started out rough. We had had to cancel Ashley's, but um, went ahead forward with the with Tribble, with um, Amy Lightfoot, mm-hmm. and then with, um, God, who was that last one we did? I don't know. He was all right. <sighs> was it? Oh, that he was, was you. He was the least talented of the three. The least sure. talented of the three. <laughs> 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 that was you. No, that was fantastic, actually. Y'all, th- these these things were um, awesome, I thought. It really was. Every single one of them. Um, just a great time of worship. We had them at Grounds and Gold. I want to thank Grounds and Gold for letting us do that. Great venue for, yes. for concerts like that. Yes. They were so super helpful, too. Right. I mean, like, they worked with us. Oh, yeah. Like, I said, hey, I would like to do this. Okay, you could, you know, we can do that. Yeah. We can do this. Here's how you can do that. Yeah. And they were great. Um, Staff was there. They did a great job, um, accommodated all the little extra things that we needed and yeah. did it in grace. And so that was a lot, a lot of cool. And the things that, we, cool. things that we did that we didn't ask permission for, they just looked at us and went, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure that out. Um, no, that was great. Though. Look, if y'all haven't been to Grounds and Gold Coffee mm-hmm. Company off of uh, Bowen and um, oh, Bowen and Pleasant Ridge. Yeah, Pleasant Ridge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Go there, um, even if it's not for a concert. They have some fantastic food and drinks mm-hmm. and coffee and all this other stuff. And wonderful, wonderful owners. Yes. Um, we know them real well, so make sure you stop by. That it was great. Anyway, so 90 people was the... The max count on um, one of those shows yeah. for for that, and that was a. They say they can do um, over a hundred and twenty five or something in that yeah, round. That that'd be tight. <laughs> it was, it was ninety people was pretty tight too. But um, if you go look on Facebook and Instagram on our testament page um there are there's a, a one minute reel or something of brandon mm-hmm. playing and then there's one in there of amy playing as well and david triple playing go see listen how it was because one of the things that was great about those actually was when you hear 90 people in a coffee shop oh man and you're listening to people that are singing on stage but you hear the crowd mm-hmm. yeah. over the people on stage sometimes that's that's wonderful worship right there that's that? what i love even you know even going to secular concerts whenever the the people in the audience sing the louder yeah. the songs yeah, that you yeah, on stage. Yeah. I just, I, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, that's just, and, um, I was running lyrics too, but I was, thank goodness I found, um, <clears throat> one of those clickers that you use for a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, yeah. So I could walk around the room and click the next slide. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around there. That's great. Um, so yeah, so look for it in the fall. We're going to keep you updated on Facebook t- uh, page and Instagram. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook and Instagram, go follow us because we're going to keep you updated. But we're going to have a concert in the fall. And right now what it's looking like is maybe an outdoor venue, um, if we can find one. 
Um, if it's not 100 degrees. <laughs> if it's October 28th, could be 100 degrees, huh? Um, uh, yeah, October 28th, what we're looking for on the date. That none of, none of this, none of what we talked about this is solidified just yet. We'll keep you informed on, on social media pages. We're looking at four different artists, um, five hours of worship. That'd be incredible. Four different artists um, in the fall. So we may find an indoor venue, may find an outdoor venue. I don't know yet, but it'll be... Um, We'll open it up more than 90, mm -hmm. a couple hundred people probably. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe we'll find some food trucks to Ooh. show up. <laughs> What's your favorite fine. food truck? I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite one. So Anything that serves Asian food <clears throat> in a food truck, I think, is my favorite. So my uh, wife and I went to a concert out in, uh, I don't know, somewhere over in northeast Dallas, one yeah. of those towns over there. And... Um, they had a food truck out there that I was like, oh, ooh, my retirement home. And it was a, it was a donut food truck. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, they, like they made the donuts right there in the food truck. I can't even remember the name, but I took a picture somewhere. But uh, it was a donut food truck. So then I got this idea, okay, because I got a friend who was on the Testament also. Okay. And um, he has a coffee food truck out oh. in Longview. Okay. So Keith Dibble. And so he's, he's got a coffee food shop out, out in Longview. And I'm like, okay, 25 years in law enforcement. I'm thinking a coffee slash donut food truck is my retirement gig. Yeah, every cop in the area is on, on rotation. That's fantastic. Oh, so yeah, maybe we'll get some of those out there. Sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> All right. Um, so that look forward to that as it's coming up. What else do you do this summer? Oh man, we we went on a little bit of a vacation, you know, in July. We enjoyed that as a family. We've never, really, honestly, we've never gone on just a family vacation without mm. some extended family being with us or whatever. So this is the first time that we went out of state and went to Colorado. Which, if you want to see the majesty, just a glimpse of the majesty of the Lord and His creation, go to Colorado. Mm. Um, but probably my favorite thing in July was kids camp. Yeah, it it was. I mean, we got to see 55 kids come to know Jesus. Yeah. Um, it was a great time. Uh, I don't know if God, it had to have been God to orchestrate the, even the leadership that went from the from the youth that went all the way through the adults. I mean, it was everyone there. The only purpose that, that they had was for the kids to know Jesus, mm. uh, which is not always the case. Yeah. Uh, but man, I mean, the, the, you know, of course, Satan wants to try to mess around yeah. and um, try to wreck what the Lord is doing. But <laughs> my God is bigger. Um, so, yeah, he stepped in and intervened and um, just removed all distraction on the, yeah. the two nights that we shared. So we got to come down a couple of times, myself and um, my son got to come down a couple of times to to haul my daughter back and forth for her, you know, band stuff that oh, she yeah. had also. And uh, worship was just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, so you had, how many kids were there? Like total, there was a lot. Mm, 400 and I think there was upwards of 480 kids. Golly. There was over a hundred adults. We had over 600. And this camp. is third grade to sixth grade. Third grade to sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty remarkable. Mm. I mean, we've, we've routinely always had a pretty decent sized camp, but that's, that's one of the biggest I've ever attended mm. as far as preteen camp goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the, we we thoroughly enjoyed um, just watching the kids worship. Like we were we were leading from the front, mm -hmm. but we saw the love and joy and energy they were bringing, and it just made us go even even further. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just it's incredible to watch third graders 
grasping and understanding what joy means and what worship looks like. Mm. Because they've either seen that in the people that were around them or they're experiencing the Holy Spirit in their own way. Either way, it's a win. Uh, so it's incredible to watch these young people who barely know, um, who've barely stepped into the faith. Some of them haven't even stepped into the faith. You, you're watching the Holy Spirit interact with them in a very special way. Hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's great. Um, so was it how many, how many, I don't even know. I'm sure you'll track how many kids have made decisions that week. Yeah. 55. Oh, did you already say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. No, it was 55 kids. And it was, uh, I think it was 31 the first night that we shared the gospel. Um, so we used to do all the the gospel presentation on one night only. But then we found that, that kids were still working and processing through what the Spirit was doing in their life. Mm-hmm. So the last few years we've we've gone, the gospel has been shared on multiple nights. Mm. Because uh, you don't want to necessarily end, and I know that the camps, even the ones I've been to and, and helped lead worship at, that last night when you share the gospel, and that's that's the high of the camp as far as the emotion goes. Yeah. You don't want that to just be uh, a fleeting moment. Mm-hmm. You want the kids to be able to process what happened earlier in the week and then go home and understand what the Spirit was doing, not just that they had this emotional experience and movement now what do I do? Yeah, like they were able to carry that through the week and then go home and understand what happened. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely something that I'm I'm glad we do it on more than one night. Yeah, because it's, there's just no way that that um, I believe that they can really grab a hold of what the Holy Spirit wants to do with them moving forward. If it's just a one last night emotional, everybody's fixing to leave, um, almost a distraction. Mm-hmm. If it's just that one night, um, but this is more intentional, and I'm glad we did it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, you talk about, you talk about 55 kids making decisions. Um, so I've been in the middle of a study this whole summer, um, on the armor of God and things mm. like that. And yeah. it's, it's interesting to think or to note really that when somebody becomes a believer like that, you know, when I'm 18, if I want to join the military, I'm going to go to basic training, right? They're right. going to teach me how to fight. They're yeah, going to teach yeah. me how to, how to be in battle. And then they're going to ship me. Somewhere, somewhere to to do something and yeah. somewhere else. We're going to use that training, right? But as a believer, when, the second you become a believer, you're thrust to the front lines of the battlefield right. because the enemy wants to attack you immediately. Right. Um, so you talk about 55 kids. I was like, man, that's 55 kids, non-trained, shoved on the front line yeah. that have to now deal with the lies and deceit of the enemy even stronger than they did before. Yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah, so it's like a, I got a buddy at work. And he was telling me about another employee that works with us who um, had accepted Christ very recently, like last last couple of weeks. And he oh, yeah. he called him up and said, "I just want to let you know that I accepted Christ." He's like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, you know, um, if you want, have him come to the office. Yeah. Come to our office next week or something. Let's sit down and let's kind of warn him <laughs> what it means <laughs> to be on the front lines <laughs> of of a battle that you're not trained for. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty. Cool. No, in it, I think it's really important. Um, anytime that, especially that age group, uh, experiences salvation or experiences that turning point in their life where they start to from following self to following Jesus. Yeah. And I felt, especially on that that first night that we shared, um, my my job in that moment was to challenge the people that were still in the the worship center. Mm. 
because it's not like, yes, they go to the front lines, but the point of walking in step with Jesus is that you're walking in step with the community that's around you. And so it's very, it's, it's our responsibility for those young ones or anyone really who steps into salvation. Like it's, we're not just leaving you out there. Mm -hmm. Like we're holding you up. And I I wanted to make sure that those that were still there, their peers and the adults that were in the room, that's, that's their choice. But then you now have a responsibility adult or friend to walk in step with them to help them as they continue to go down this path of salvation. Mm. Yeah. So, Yep. That's awesome. Um, let's see what else happened this summer. Um, so I was, Oh, so the last three episodes we launched miss Elizabeth Jussel. Yeah. Um, that got launched this summer. So that was a, yeah. that was a very fun interview. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to her for two hours, went to her house, talked to her for two hours. Yes. Um, ended up getting three episodes out of that. And she, her story was just so fantastic. It was remarkable. Um, so y'all, if you haven't gone back and listened to episodes 120, 121, and 122, go listen to those. And the third episode is getting a lot more listens than the first two. So everybody understand there's a three-part series and you're just <laughs> listening just to part three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got to catch her childhood and then you got to catch uh, going to college in Nazi Germany. And uh, she's how old now? She just turned 105. That's wow. On August 4th. Um, fantastic. And yeah. She, yeah, she's just a wonderful, what a blessing. wonderful lady with a wonderful story. Mm. Um, a very, very deep, heartfelt story. Yeah. I mean, she, I don't know how many times she had to drop everything and leave oh, to yeah. go somewhere else. She married a German soldier. Right. Um, so no, yeah, don't miss that. That's what we did on the summer also. And my intention was to do a eight part series on the armor of God Okay, yeah. that I was going to launch this summer. That didn't happen. Right. So what did happen instead, as I was writing and taking notes for the podcast series, yeah. my notes turned out to be a book. Hmm. <laughs> a book? You wrote a book? So I wrote a book. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> so it should be coming out uh, this What you did this summer? I yeah. wrote a book. I wrote a book. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be coming out this fall, though, and I'll let y'all know on social media, Facebook and Instagram when it comes out. I'm not going to tell you the title or the, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to promise anything. I'm just saying I wrote a book. I don't know if it'll even, you know, anyway, uh, I can say it's at the publishers. Let's, let's, let's there you go. it's yeah. at least there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So I never would have guessed to, that I would. Now I, I take it back. I've wanted to write a book my whole life. Right. And I already know the storyline and it's a fiction. Okay. And I already know what this book is about. And okay. so I've been putting it off for like 10 years. Can you give us a little glimpse of what that book is? No. Like maybe, maybe off the record. Okay. I'll tell record. you. Okay, cool. I'll tell All you. Right. But you know, if I give you a glimpse of it, somebody out there is going to go, I'm going to write that right That's now. That's true. That's and true. it's funny, though, because I told my wife the whole synopsis of the book, like beginning to end. And she goes, well, that's so-and-so, you know, because we already know somebody that kind of fits all that description yeah. the whole life. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's right. We do know. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I'll tell you offline, but I'm not going to give it away. But okay, here's the funny thing about it. So I did. I wrote this book um, unusually fast, right. actually, apparently for a, hmm. a for somebody write it, but it's not, it's not a long book though. So it didn't take long. Um, but I wrote this book and, um, as soon as I was done with it and it's just a preliminary draft, I still want to have, I'm still going to have people review it and look it over and make some final edits and everything before it goes out. But, um, as soon as I was finished with it, I immediately started writing on this book. I've been waiting on for 10 years. (laughs) 
Oh, oh boy. I just keep it going, man. I mean, if you got the ball rolling in one direction, keep following. Yeah, and it's uh, it's coming along really well. It's like just flowing right out. So it's fiction, though, and that's my problem. I'm going to okay. have to keep up with, like, character bios, right. storylines, <laughs> especially since I made it up and it's in it's in some small town in Texas I've never been to. Okay. Right. So I'm, <laughs> that's a lot of is research. It made, is it a made up town or is it a real no, town? No, it's a real town. It's a real town. It's a small town west of Austin and San Antonio. It's out in the hill country. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's where that's where the kid grows up, you mm. know, so. And then, and then, of course, it goes into adult life and Fredericksburg things. It is not Fredericksburg. Okay. Further west than that. Uh, more for, okay. um, <clears throat> however, I did just write Fredericksburg in the book last night when I was typing. Up. Oh. I wrote the word Fredericksburg. That's awesome. Because um, he makes his way there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to tell you more. You keep trying to pull stuff okay. out of me here. I'm not telling you more. I'm trying. Uh, but it's a, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Look, when we stop hitting record, I'll I'll, uh, I'll tell you all about it. Just don't write about it. Okay. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Your, your secret safe. <laughs> I've already told my wife everything, and she I told her some character names, and she's like, "Really? That, you're going with that? <laughs> you're going with that? <laughs> Look, this first name came to mind. <laughs> what name was A? Um, but now I think it's I think it it proves some things to me, like this podcast, for example. Right? I, this, a couple of years before I even started this podcast, I wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And so, but I put it off. And so, um, you know, when God tells you to do something, mm, and when you just don't. You know, I feel mean, incomplete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, what, you know, uh, I, I know God wants me to do this. I know God wants me to do this. So why aren't we doing it? Right. Why aren't we just, just do it. Um, and this podcast, when I first started recording this podcast, um, man, it just took off. Yeah. It's like, I didn't have to really search for guests. Guests came to me yeah. and, we, you know, we got them online. And, um, and so here we are, uh, let's see, I started in December, 2020 is when I launched the pilot episode. So or no, that was the trailer. I launched the trailer December 2020, started actual episodes January 2021. So where are we at right now? 23? Mm -hmm. Summer of 23? August 23. Two, 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 and two and a half years? Yeah. Two and a half years, 122 episodes later. Um, it's fantastic. So yeah. same thing about this. Like God's saying, hey, I want you, you know, I see that you're typing notes on this. Mm -hmm. I would like you to finish with about eight more chapters after that. And here's what I want you to write about. And it's mm. like, write it out. Just keep going. And it was amazing. And then then I start this one and yeah. it's just flowing out like crazy. Mm. However, <clears throat> I do have four children. I do have a job. Yes. <laughs> I do have, they all have sports Hobbies. that they work on, right? And and one of my, this happened over the summer too. One of my daughters got married. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. My oldest daughter got married. The guy's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah um, really nice guy. Um, so I'm so glad that, uh, that, that, but it's funny too, cause they immediately after becoming married, learned what it's like to be married, married. and adult, <laughs> right? So <laughs> first of all, my daughter could not go more than a week without a cat. So they got a cat. Um, so <laughs> oh boy. Which he, he's not fond of cats, but he loves this one. And the cat has actually chosen him as the, has his favorite human. So yeah, go figure that. Whoa. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so they dealt with a lot of air conditioning problems when they moved into oh, their apartment no. and just okay. kept breaking and fixing and breaking and fixing and breaking and fixing. And so, um, you know, and then and finances started kicking in and everything. Mm. And I'm like, Hey, you're an adult. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're doing great. That's awesome. It was a it was a beautiful wedding. And then so. you, your other daughter starts her senior year this She's year. She's a senior in yeah. high school. Uh, yeah, I'm not ready for that either. <laughs> yeah, not ready for that. Yeah, she's looking to be going out of state probably for college when she does. Okay. So that's um, at least my my oldest daughter stated what's in the state. Right, but 
Oklahoma, you know, is what she's <laughs> talking about. It's like it's the same distance as my other daughter, but my other daughter went east, so she stayed in Texas. But okay. uh yeah, so she's a senior. My son is a sophomore in high school. Wow. Um, learning how to drive. He and I just went driving for many, many miles. Um, okay. And it, it, he had a big, long break, too. We didn't really drive much. And then I said, okay, you're going to drive. So um, my other daughter, we just got her tires fixed. My senior daughter just got her tires fixed in her car. So I said, well, well let's just take her car. Right so we get in her car and we just start driving. I told my daughter, I said, I'm going to take your car. She goes, just don't crash it. <laughs> well, Daniel's driving. So. <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> uh, he did really well. I mean, he was really nervous in the beginning, but then he calmed down. He got a little yeah. bit better. And then he just started driving like, like he's supposed to. So that's awesome. that's awesome. He'll get his license in February if we yeah. let, if we let him. <laughs> uh, oh, but you know how it is, man. Kids are fun. How are we gonna get a car? We're we gonna get him a car. Yeah. Man, I think he and I are gonna share a car for a while. Okay. Um, so <laughs> 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 poor guy. Uh, but yeah. So and then my uh, youngest is uh, up in second grade now. So wow. Having a good time. That's awesome. And yours? Yeah, man. Um, my oldest is. Last year, junior high. Next year, she goes to high school. Not looking forward to that. No. Um, but she's, you know, she's great. She's uh, in the midst of all the arts, you know, the band and choir. And um, she just picked up drums last year. And now she's playing everywhere. I mean, she's been tapping since she was two years old. Yeah. Um, but just, just loving every minute of it. Um, picking we up call the guitar that a clue. So, yeah, it's exactly right. Um, Felicity, my middle child, um, she is, uh, just a sweet, sweet little soul. Um, she loves art. She's great at school. Um, just really enjoy her. Um, and then our little man, he's starting baseball again. Uh, he's about to roll to oh, multiple day a week practices and games and kid pitch and all the things mm. that are fixing to roll out. So. And life is fixing to get real crazy. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Hey, you know what you should do? Write so, a book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I promise you, no one will want to read my book. Just start typing. Things will happen. <laughs> Not wrong. God ordained. Listen, it happens. You know, if he wants it done, it'll get done. Oh, man. Most um, obedient. Yeah. So. Man, we were supposed to do a series with Ed LeMance. We never got around to doing that, but yeah. we're still going to do it. We're we'll still going to do it. I told him, I said, okay. hey, man, I'm sorry we haven't got to. He said, I'm not sorry. What do you mean? Look, it'll happen when God says it. I'm going to say, and he's, you know, he's so, been through it too. So I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, it probably wasn't the best time to do it anyways. Yeah. We are going to do that, y'all. Don't yeah. worry. We're going to have Oh, we'll that. get there. We're going to have that time with Ed. Uh, it's going to be a great multi-series thing. <laughs> um, what else? Hmm. Nothing significant that I could think of in politics. Yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> this is not the podcast for that. Let's not do politics. <laughs> but hey, one very important thing. Yeah. Football is fixing to start. Football up. has already I'm started, so my friend. Preseason is already rolling. Preseason doesn't count. Pre well, no, it doesn't count, but you but still see football people. Excitement. True. You know, when I always thought about preseason, though, when you listen to a preseason game on TV, it sounds like a high school game. It does. Have you ever? Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is this like the, the JV it's announcers? Like NFL hasn't hasn't put all their resources in right the and it is always yeah. nfl network that seems to sound like a 
Johnson City High School, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe that's a test ground. Maybe that's your, hey, yeah. you, want, you want to be an announcer? You're, see, you, you know, you're a rookie. Let's, let's, let's let you try. A I feel like that's what uh, SEC Network has been for quite some time. But that's okay. That's, that's a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, but the Rangers are doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fun to watch them play. Um, I'm excited about them. So I'm just a big sports guy. I love sports. So I I f- love going to a Ranger game. Yeah, right on. Um, I'm not going to watch it on TV unless I really need a nap. <laughs> it's yeah. either, either that or golf. Yeah. And yeah. if I need, a, afternoons if I need a nap, yes, I could put that on the background mm-hmm. and, and I can get a good nap in. I don't know. You know, I, I think the only television baseball that I can actually follow or stick with is World Series stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, all the World Series stuff. And my wife's funny. She's like, why, why are they going to play seven games? <laughs> Why can't they just play one game like football and be done with it? So, well, because you could bad, have a bad night. We could yeah. have a bad night in football too. Why don't we have seven games in football? Exactly. Why don't we have well, a seven, we have game seven game in football? I don't know. That sounds like uh, a fantastic idea. Except that those players get beat down a lot <laughs> faster. <true>. But <laughs> I mean, at least do best of three. Yeah. You know, for the Super Bowl, for right? Sure. Just for the Super Bowl, do best be of three. Um, no, she's got a good point. But she's like, why do we go to watch seven games? So, <laughs> It's funny because, well, if they win this one, then they're going to play again tomorrow. Right. In the other city, it's like I don't understand. You imagine the travel on that oh and having gosh. to be down and then back up for the next game. Um, well, at perfect. least at least on travel, I think when they switch, at least when they switch fields, they have a day between. Day right? between. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't follow baseball. <laughs> I'm happy to go to the games, like I said. It's really bad. So this is that 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 uh, era in the year where baseball's not quite to the fun part yet with World Series stuff. Mm. If football hasn't quite started yet, mm. there's no basketball. So I'm stuck watching like cricket and cornhole. <laughs> now I'll tell you, cornhole's fun cornhole's to watch, fun man. To watch. That is, <laughs> that's my best. That's my new favorite sport to watch. Just ah, uh, I, agree I actually watched saying. it for like an hour the other day. I know. I'm like, how do I? Just watch well, I turned it on. I was like, oh my gosh, how fun can this be? It was it's fun. fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm into that. It's kind of like. Um, What's the other one in the Olympic, the Winter Olympic sport? Yeah, um, the uh, with the broom thing. Yes. Scrub, uh, what is it? It's the stone thing. I don't <laughs> think of the name of it. <laughs> Everybody goes wild about it. I'm like, whatever, dude. Then I'll start watching. I'm hooked. Um, shoot. Curling. Curling. That's yes. it. Yes. Curling. All the yeah. listeners are out there going, curling, curling. curling. Yeah. <laughs> Yelling through the speaker. Uh, oh, that's funny. That is yes. a fun sport. That's a fun sport to watch, too. Yeah. I actually want to play it sometime. So they, right when it started to get big in the Winter Olympics, I had some guys that worked up here at the church with me. We were actually going to go to a function where you could learn to curl. Wow. And we were almost there. And then one of the guys pulled out and then it just all kind of fell apart. I'm like, dude, I wanted to go so bad. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So bad. Go play curling. Uh, oh, so I did uh, pickleball for the first time this summer. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was fun. Okay. I don't know that I would have expected it to be fun. Well, first of all, the name pickleball, I'm not interested, right? Sure. Pickleball, I'm not interested in that game. But it, it's this it's like uh, human ping pong, I guess. Yeah. Best way to say it. But I, it's like tennis with a wiffle ball. Right. But so have you played cr- yet? I haven't yet, but it's cracking okay. me up because I used to play tennis in high school. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do watch tennis on ESPN and how the, how the camera angles are, are set. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're starting to show pickleball like that yeah. on ESPN. 
And so I'm the pickleball like, courts aren't as big as tennis courts. Right. They're right. Much smaller. smaller. There's a kitchen, right? There's something up front where you can't necessarily. I don't know. What's a kitchen? Volley. It's that little space. Is that what you call front. it? I think so. Yeah. I, there's rules that are on the wall yeah. while you're playing. You have to read through those. It's something like, I, th- I don't think you can volley in there on the first right. volley or something. Right. You, yeah. I think the rest of the game you can. But okay. I think. I don't know. I'd have to keep reviewing. But that was probably one of the biggest arguments when and this playing pickleball was the rules. Dude, and we all had to turn around and look at the rules and the say, guys that play that, they're in and ladies, they're they're intense. Oh yeah. Well yeah. They're intense. I had lunch with one of our men's ministry guys um last week. And he's 70, I think. 70. Okay. He's like a pickleball fanatic, plays pickleball all the time. Yeah. He's like, he's like, dude, it's something you can do at any age. That's and awesome. It, it's it's anyway, he loves it. Um, no, <laughs> y'all, if you haven't played pickleball yet, go play pickleball. Uh, we tried to do pickleball uh, a couple of weeks ago and every pickleball court in Metroplex was booked. Wow. Everywhere you could go. Yeah. Chicken and pickle. We, we went for my birthday a few yep. years ago. They were all booked all for weeks out. It's a cool place to go. If you oh yeah. Been. We did. We went, that's uh that's where my daughter had a rehearsal dinner. Oh, cool. Was yeah. it chicken and pickle? That's a um, fun place. So there's a really good place. Um, in South Fort Worth, in the Kennedale area, called um, Tacos Oasis. Taco, I've heard about Tacos this place. Oasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the food's fantastic. Okay. Street street tacos and stuff. They actually right. started out in a truck, a food truck, on the corner. Then they were able to buy some property and put their food truck in a covered area. And then from there, they built a structure and they have a pickleball court. No and they have, yes, and they have <laughs> bluebell ice cream in there, and it, it's a great, great place. Yep, they have a. It's an outdoor pickleball court, but it's covered. Okay. All right, so open air, <clears throat> yeah, open air yeah. in 115 degrees. It has been 115 <laughs> degrees, man. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. Um, so we still praise the Lord, even though it's 115 That's degrees right. here. Um. In Texas, if there's any listeners that aren't in Texas, I would love for you to go to our social media pages and comment and say, hey, I listen and I'm not in Texas. Because the stats show that there's listeners outside of Texas. There's stats that show there's listeners outside the country. Really? So if you are listening to this and you're not in Texas and you're not in the country, dude, shoot me up. Did I say dude? You did. You might not be a dude. So person, shoot me (laughs) a comment or something on social media and let me know that you're outside the state. I think that would be very cool to know. I agree. Um, anyway, so um, give you a shout out on the show too. Yeah, yeah, man. I um, I don't know what it is. So I'm gonna actually start teaching an adult connection group now. Oh, cool. Yep, it's awesome. When does that start? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, next week. Nice. <laughs> That's quick. <laughs> All right. I'm not new to it. I've done that before. Um, not not a big deal. But it's one of those things. Man, you know, really in in and writing this book and going through the study in the armor of God and seeing the attacks that the enemy has, you know, brings mm-hmm. upon us every day. Um, one of the one of the focuses of my book was not just to educate on the armor, which yeah. is something I've I've studied the armor for a long, you know, long. I love oh, it. Yeah. It's always been something I've been interested in, but I've never quite seen it the way I've seen it in the past eleven months. And so as, as I wrote all this stuff out and started digging into it, my focus was not necessarily to educate on the armor, which was the main part of the book, but it was, it was to give somebody a, a tool, like what can we do in the midst of hmm. the attack? Yeah. Right. So what, and I'll give you an example with, man, I can't give you an example that would give away the book, but, uh, it, 
Give me a taste. Make them want to read it. Um, well, let's put it this way. So my wife um, went in for, as you know, she's a breast cancer survivor. So she went in for a checkup on um, a spot on her skin to the dermatologist. And the dermatologist was like, yeah, you know, I, I think it might be something bad. So let's just check it. Yeah. Well, her anxiety obviously goes, you know, skyrocket. Mm. Um, as yeah. as anytime you mention cancer right. around her, she gets very anxious and ups and not really upset, but she's very nervous and everything, which sure. uh, God love her, who, who wouldn't be? Right. Um, but she's sending me these messages and I was like, okay, let's, let's, um, let's identify the situation. What are we in right now? Well, we have this spot that could be the big C word. Um, I said, so what, what's your temptation? What do you want to do about that? And the, and the answer is, you know, and I'm telling her that I'm not asking questions. Sure. I'm telling her, this is what I'm seeing. And the answer is you want to worry. You want to have anxiety. You want to fear. You want to, um, um, doubt, uh, mm -hmm. and, and all those other things that are in there. So then I said, okay, now what's the, what's the truth? in contra contrary to the temptations sure. you're facing right now. And so I, I went and I found a, like four or five different scriptures, right. That, that I sent to her, um, these yeah, scriptures yeah. that basically cancel out the Don't temptation fear. that she wants yeah. to do and the, and the reasons why we shouldn't fear and all this other stuff. Yeah. And, and I of course can't remember what all those are right now, but I sent all those to her and I said, okay, now here's what you need to do. You need to read these out loud. Yeah. You know, the enemy can't hear your thoughts. Proclaim. Read them out loud. For sure. Just like Jesus did when he was tempted by Satan and he said, it is written. I said, you say it is written out loud and you go through all these things yeah. right here. Um, and she said, you know, amazingly, you know, fear came down. I felt a lot better and it was, it was you know, good. You can't so stay. There's, yeah, so there's, mm -hmm. there's some great things in there. Um, but that's one of the focuses I had was, you know, not just, hey, tell me about the armor of God, but what do we do about it? Yeah. Um, so anyway. I don't even know how we got on that topic. Oh, it's great. Whatever you said, <laughs> however we got there. I don't know what we were talking about now. I got back on the book. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how to rewind on this thing here <laughs> to listen to it. Uh, so we're, we're recording on a new recorder today that I've never used before. And so looks like a spaceship. It does. It's kind of like awesome. colors. A lot of colors. I wonder if we shut the lights off in the room, what it would, what it would, it would look like. Would it? Oh, yeah. Um, it does look like a spaceship. <laughs> it has sound effects, y'all. Check this out. It's <laughs> I don't even know. Such a sad horn. What is a record? What? What is that? I don't even know what that sound was. It's a scratch. Record? Yeah, record scratch. Yeah. I'm reading it as record. Record? What's a record scratch? Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, that's done. That's a pretty good applause. It is pretty good applause, but it was taking too long. Yes, it I, need, I needed a little it's shorter. Short. Yeah. It's got crickets. <laughs> and a chime. That's pretty. That's very pretty. And then it has this music bed. I got a feeling that's going to be long. Hey, it starts with drums, as it should. Yeah. Dude, that's groovy. That's a good music bed right there. Maybe we just start doing this on our episodes. We just start playing music. I don't even know where this music came from. Welcome to 99 for the Growl. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, coming right to you on the center stage, Brandon Barton. That's awesome. Okay, we'll cut that off. <laughs>
That's great. Uh, Bobby King, hashtag church. Yes. This is his equipment here. I, I don't know. This, this might be the church's equipment now. I'm not sure. I think it's the church. Uh, but we're borrowing it today. We're just, and we're playing with it. So I hope it's okay that he isn't. Yeah. So I hope it's okay that uh, he lets us do. Oh my gosh, there's, there's more, more pages. How, how is that even possible? That's voice fun. Did, you, did I just change my voice? Did I just change my voice? That's fantastic. No, I, didn't, I didn't change my voice. You did. Did I? Did it change? Testing one. One, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. I didn't hear a change. Are you serious? That's it. I could pitch. Can't pitch up. Can't pitch up. Can't pitch up. <laughs> I have no idea. Is that working? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should have a whole episode on this. Testing one, two, three. What does that sound like? Robot. Dude, this is like a robot team. I'm not hearing that. Are you not? I'm hearing my voice as is. Are you seriously a robot? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't hear it myself. 100% as a robot. I wonder if microphone input one and headphone Does not one. interact with this. Oh, that's crazy. That might be crazy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's also small robot. What does that sound like? I sound like a small robot. Why is it only applied to my channel? How come it doesn't make a robot when you do it? I, I, that's fantastic. I can't wait for editing because I can't hear any of it. <laughs> Why doesn't that work on your channel? I have no idea. That's what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. I don't that's get it. That's crazy. Uh, okay, now I'm just playing with buttons. Well, I'm going to go back out. Get, get back out. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's see, is that the only page? Okay, page three's got nothing on it. Wow. That is crazy. I have no idea. Oh, dude, that's cool. Is it? It's like a I don't it's, know it's, it's a stadium. It's like like you're announcing it to say, and now. Oh, now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Okay, so now I can't wait till editing because I have no idea <laughs> what just that's happened. That's hilarious that you can't hear that. I can't hear any of that. It just sounds like me. <laughs> and why is it not working on your voice? I, don't, I mean, I, it's working on my voice in my ears. Oh, really? Yeah, I can hear oh, myself. Oh, my, my, okay. Why? You might be out of the... Oh, hmm. maybe That's headphone curious. number one maybe is the editor. I don't know. No. That doesn't make a sense. That's crazy. I got to figure that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can see why that would be funny because I can't hear any of that. <laughs> Anyway, this has got to make the cut. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will. All right. Um, so get ready for the fall. Like I said, look for um, the fall show that's going to come out. It's going to be called Fall on Your Knees. So watch the watch for the Fall on Your Knees event um, coming in October, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And we will keep you updated on social media about that. Brandon, you got anything else? No, sir. It's great. Y'all. This is it. We're starting our episodes again. We're going to be running all the way through December. We'll take a winter break and then come back in in 2020. What is the next year? Four? Four. 2024. I, I didn't think I'd make it to 2023. I'm surprised I'm making it to 2024. What do you mean make it? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't think you'd I feel like it? I was going to be with Jesus before then. Man, I think I was supposed to be with Jesus back when I was in my 30s. <laughs> <clears throat> Here I am. I'm still young, though. You're old. You're old. I am old. I'm young. I'm old. Are you older than me? <laughs> I'm the big four two man. I'm forty two years old. You're not older than me. Nope. That's terrible. <laughs>
I still have no idea what that sounds like. You're gonna you're cracking up whenever you get play this back on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. All right, so um, that's all I got for you. You got any scripture that's been sticking out to you lately? Oh man, there's there's one um, that I've been, I've been reading through the Psalms as of late. And uh, I, I love the the gateway, the Bible Gateway app. Um, that's where I work through all my devotionals um, and just kind of keep in time. Uh, and God's just really been dealing with me on when I approach His throne in prayer. A lot of the times, my tendency is to approach with my issues and my problems, and then leaving the throne. Mm. Uh, but what God has been dealing with my heart with is when I approach the throne, um, my, my first and foremost, um, direction is to give God glory Mm. for who he is. Um, and I'm, I'm going back here, um. One of the ones, um, bless the Lord, this is Psalm 104. Uh, you'll probably recognize the first part. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed in splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as with a garment, mm. stretching out the heavens like a tent. He lays the beams of his chambers on the waters. He makes the clouds his chariot. He rises on the wings of the wind. He makes his messengers winds, um, his ministers a flaming fire. He set the earth on its foundations so that it never or should never be moved. You covered it with your uh, with the deep. You covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the sound of your thunder they took flight. Mm. The mountains rose. The valleys sank down to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass so that they might not ever again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills. They give drink to every beast of the fields. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the heavens dwell. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. Hmm. Uh, just gets to put the authority of my life, of all creation in its rightful place before I then bring my needs and desires to him mm. sets that that path in the correct order. Wow. Um, and so that just really, that was from yesterday's um, uh, devotion. And it just, I, I, probably five or six times today alone, yeah. started with that as processing through different things. So, how about you? Yeah. So. Um, what this thing keeps coming over all summer long. This verse keeps coming over and coming over and coming over and coming over. We talk about enemy attacks. It's mm-hmm. what I've been focused on a lot for the past uh, several months. Um, just the way that the enemy deceives us and lies to us and gets in on us and yeah. everything. And we're broken people. We're hurting. We're mm-hmm. um, just, just have so much burden on us. And so in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, mm-hmm. and Jesus says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you mm. and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, mm. and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, and I've, I've put that out on the Testament a couple of times on Word Up Wednesday mm-hmm. also, you know, to put, put that out there too, that we are in a, um, 
if you think that you're tired and you think that you're worn out and you think that you're just exhausted, I mean, that is the enemy, folks. I mean, that's the enemy yeah. really wanting to get you down and keep you away. And so, um, you know, let's face that enemy head on. Yeah. Face that enemy head on. Take those things that are just so burdensome and on our shoulders and they're hurting so bad and let's just dump them off on the Lord. That's right. You know, and that's exactly what he's saying there. He says, I'm, I'm really, I'm willing to take it. So give it to me. Yeah. It's so, great. Anyway. Thanks everybody for listening. Coming up next, um, we're going to start our episodes again. Rock and roll. Here we go. Thanks. Folks, if you want to learn more about who Jesus is, visit us at thetestamentpod.com. That's thetestamentpod.com. And click on the gospel message at the top of the page. Also, you can click on the Testament Podcast tab and learn more about our podcast and see what our most recent episodes are that we've launched. In addition, we're always looking for guests who want to brag on God. So please send yourself or someone you know to thetestamentpod.com and drop us a line with your interest or email us at thetestamentpod at gmail.com. We'll send you all the information we need in order to book you for an interview. Remember, do your part. Help us get these testimonies out there. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and then like and share our posts so your friends can see what we're doing too. So thanks everybody for listening. Bye.